In today's feature report, WFHB's Norm Holy speaks with Indiana Forest Alliance Executive Director Jeff Stant. The Indiana Forest Alliance recently completed a five-year ecological study of Yellowwood State Forest. In this second part of their interview, Stant tells Holy about their current eco-blitz in the Hoosier National Forest and their need for volunteers. I'd like to have you briefly talk about your next eco-blitz and whether you can use volunteers. Yes, our next eco-blitz is in the Hoosier National Forest, about 20 miles uh, southeast of the current site we're finishing up at the southern end of Brown County. It's going to cover 734 acres. Uh, We're going to have teams studying 12 broad groups of, of taxa and scientists at the head of each of those teams. And to get out there and do the, the inventorying, we, we need volunteers to go along with these scientists to hold the data sheets. And, and if you have any knowledge of any of these taxonomic groups, help identify species in these groups. We'll have a group that goes out there and looks at vascular plants. Those are trees, bushes, uh, shrubs, uh, herbaceous plants on the forest floor, uh, everything from sedges and ferns to giant trees. We'll have a group that looks at non-vascular plants, mosses, liverworts. They, they call them bryophytes. We'll have a group that's looking at fungi and mushrooms. We have a lichenologist from the New York Botanical Garden who will be coming out again looking at lichens. Now, he generally works alone. There's been no lichen surveys in Indiana until we did the lichen survey at the Yellowwood Backcountry area for 70 years. In, in any hardwood forest. And so, and we couldn't find a lichenologist in, in Indiana that could do this survey. So we, we've got this guy from New York coming back, Dr. James Landimer. Uh, he'll be surveying lichens, but probably won't need volunteers. He takes a lot of lichen samples and takes them back to New York and identifies them there at the Botanical Garden. We'll have insect groups that will set up both traps for flying insects and pit traps on the ground and survey insects all summer long in in all the families and then one focusing on beetles. We'll have uh, people focusing on butterflies. The guy who designs moth traps for scientists to use, he'll be also, we hope, doing a moth survey at this site. The moths found at the Yellowwood Ecoblitz site by this gentleman, Leroy Kane, who owns this small firm called Leptraps. This uh, Leroy said he's, you know, he's been surveying for 50 years all over the country, and the only site in the eastern United States where he has found more moths than this site is in the Great Smoky Mountains National Park, and that was with four or five lepidopterists surveying constantly. With just Leroy alone, with an assistant that we were providing, have documented, we think by the time he's done this summer, 1,600 different moths using the Yellowwood at Morgan Monroe Backcountry area. So he'll be important to bring into this new survey as well. The moth diversity in Indiana forests is just, it's, it's stunning. The spiders, we'll look at them. Uh, we'll have a group looking at macroinvertebrates. The Combs Creek has two big branches in this deep forest that we'll be surveying. We want to know what bugs are living in the water. Uh, and the, the bugs living in the water are an indicator of the quality of the water in the streams. The bugs at the Honey Creek at Morgan Monroe, Yellowwood Backcountry area, were 
bugs that live in clean water. We're anticipating we'll find the same thing in Combs Creek, but we want to find out. They, they may do some electroshocking as well for fish, limited, but we're looking for the stream biologists to do that work right now. We have one lined up to do the macroinvertebrates. We did survey for fish in, at Honey Creek. We anticipate doing it here at Combs Creek. Reptiles and amphibians will have a, a professor from Hanover, uh, Brian Gall, bringing his class to start those surveys in May at Combs Creek, and we'll have bird surveys. We, we hope to have an expert from IU uh, leading those surveys. We're going to try to develop protocols that the hardwood ecosystem experiment that DNR is doing on State Forest land in Morgan, Monroe, and Yellowwood uh, that is comparable to their survey protocols so we can compare the results. We'll also just do a general bird surveys. And that will, again, also start in, in May. And next year, we'll come back to the site and want to start them earlier in April. And finally, the mammals will have three groups we're surveying there. One is will be for small mammals like white-footed mice and shrews, the pygmy and smoky shrews that exist only in undisturbed forests in the state. The pygmy shrew is the smallest mammal on the earth, or at least it competes with the bumblebee bat for that title. Uh, and it exists in the deep, undisturbed forests in south-central Indiana. It survives there under large logs. Uh, we'll also, unlike the Yellowwood Ecoblitz survey, be setting up camera traps for larger mammals at Combs Creek. Uh, we hope with help and advice from uh, some professors at Butler University who are doing that work around some urban forests in Indianapolis. And then we'll have bat surveys uh, again, uh, as we had at Yellowwood. And those bat surveys are extremely important, except for one of the spe- uh, there are 11 species. They're all in trouble, all nose diving in population numbers. And so the, even the Fish and Wildlife Service is talking about redesignating the northern long-eared bat to endangered from threatened. And so if we can find them in this forest, that'll be crucial uh, for underscoring the habitat needs of that animal, which they haven't been able to even find in their winter hibernacular surveys anymore. It's, it's nosedived so severely. The Indiana bat is endangered, as you know, and its numbers are slipping. And then two other bats, the tricolor bat and the little brown bat, are also we're targeting them to find out if they're in the deep forest. They both are known as deep forest bats, and both the numbers of them measured in these winter hibernacular counts. They, they're all cave hibernating bats, and the, the, their numbers have, have also declined by 90, 70 to 90 percent. Uh, so finding the presence of these bats out in this forest will help underscore the biological value of these forests for key insect predators that, that the system that exists in, in our hardwood forest. How does a, someone who wants to volunteer for this next EcoBlitz, how do they actually where do they go to, to volunteer? We'll be putting out notices about it at, at indianaforestalliance.org, our website, and on our Facebook page. Uh, we'll be, we have a listserv, and if people get a hold of us we will, and who want to be given notices of all of our surveys, they can, we can put them on that listserv to participate. And our conservation director, Dr. Ray Schnapp, will be our primary contact for the, the EcoBlitz at Combs Creek, people can reach her at ray at indianaforestalliance.org. That's R-A-E, uh, then at indianaforestalliance.org. Or they can 
email me directly. I'm the executive director. They could just email me at Jeff, J-E-F-F, at IndianaForestAlliance.org and uh, request to be put on our listserv and given notices of the surveys that will be coming up. And we'll be putting those notices out and then calling up the dates, and those notices will be based on our, our our conversations with team leaders about when they can go out and do the surveys. And so we'll be putting out those dates and on the listserv and then telling people what they need uh, to bring and so forth to come out prepared to help us. Today I've been speaking with Jeff Stant. He's the executive director of the Indiana Forest Alliance. And I'd like to thank you very much for the interview. Well, well thank you, Norm.